Welcome to Game Tech Politics. My name is Raven. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I got a surprise, surprise guest with me. Like, it was like uh, today was a kind of a crazy day, and I messaged this person at the very last minute, like literally, like 20 minutes ago, and she bit my head off. My gosh, she's had a rough day. So, you guys know who this person is. Anybody from S57, S61, and everybody in between, it's none other than Nish. Happy Valentine's Day, Nish. Happy Valentine's Day to you, too. So, what did you do today for your sweet? Uh, I uh, laid in bed with my kiddo all day and did nothing but schoolwork and ate some Reese's and had me a little bit of wine earlier. A uh, little bit of line. We're not talking about line of cocaine, are we? I said wine. Wine. Okay, wine. I thought we were talking about like cocaine or something. I was like, damn, Nish. Yeah, I did a real big line. <laughs> That's why you're always hyped up. So, um, what kind of schoolwork did you do? Like, what? What? Yep. Yeah. What? What are you studying? Uh, what? That's, that's top secret information. Top secret. That's fine. I like secrets. Um, so, but today I had like six quizzes to do cause I'm an insane person and I took six classes this semester. Yeah, gone. See that I did when my first year of college, I went in that I went into it blind. I did not know like what, um, what credit hours were and all that stuff. I was only a kid. And of course, my parents—they never went to school. My dad's a musician. My mom's an artist. So them them hippies never went to college, and um, and then so I went. I was the first one in my family to go to college, and I went into it blind. And I took two twenty-two credit hours my first semester, and one of those classes was Greek. I had to learn Greek. Like I'm sorry, re- how many? Twenty-two. Yikes! I'm at eighteen. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was rough. I ended up graduating with a three point eight nine GPA though. So I did pretty good actually. Yeah. Now with Valentine's Day, um, you're a single gal. I'm taking it, and you didn't go out on any dates or whatever. I had, I was supposed to go out on a date yesterday with my ex-girlfriend um i won't say her name but she she does listen so i mean if she's listening right now um she knows who i am she knows how blunt i am she knows that i speak the truth on this podcast and if i talk shit well too fucking bad because you're probably the fault of it she ended up agreeing to go to we we actually went to um Denny's one night and it was like uh, around a week ago week and a half ago and it was at 12 30 at night and I drove like an hour and a half just to you know meet up with Denny's and her excuse was and I'm, I'm gonna get in so much trouble but uh, her excuse was is that she wanted me to give her like show her how to trade some stocks a little bit better than what she was performing and she actually made pretty daggone good money the past three or four months. Um, she bought into Moderna, um, the vaccine company, and made about 
50 to $60 per share off of that. And she did some other things as well. But she wanted me to kind of um, teach her how to trade stocks. And I agreed with it. I went up to Denny's. We ate dinner. And then uh, a few days later, I was like, hey, would you like to do dinner with me Saturday? And I wasn't even, Nish, I swear to you, I wasn't even thinking about Valentine's Day. Like, I that didn't even cross my mind. I forgot about it, actually. She was like, is this a Valentine's Day date? And I was like, yes. And then she re- like immediately put, then no. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Hey. Yeah. And then, uh, well, yeah, meet her. <laughs> and then um, and then I was like, okay, well, then no. And then she's like, okay, then yes, I'll, I'll go. I'm like, all right. So then if, about two days later, she messaged me. She's like, if you don't bring me a brand new pair of shoes and some apples, I'm not going to go to dinner with you. And I'm like, what? man, yeah, dude, this chick is, tra- okay, she's from, she's from Croatia, and uh well actually she's serbian that she's you know um that's her ethnicity is serbian but she lived in croatia all her life and her way of like she is completely cultured so she's just different than american girls and she's ridiculously hot i mean i have to give it to her she's she's smoking hot um i think some of the my alliance members have seen a picture of her and um, yeah, she's hot, but, um, and she's great with my girls. She loves them. She would rather, if, if I could be out of the picture completely and she, she could just basically adopt my two daughters, like she would definitely do that. Like that's, that's the reason why she's probably stuck around so long and put up with my asses because of my two daughters, which I guess that's good enough for me so and she gives me you know she she's a good kisser so that was another reason why we stuck around but i i kind of ended up fucking up that relationship uh we won't get into that we won't get into aliens and um, aliens little uh um, relationship problems but um so why why didn't you go out on valentine's day why didn't you set up a date oh by the way she canceled on me uh, which I told you, right? I, I did end yeah, up you telling you. Yeah. She canceled on me. She didn't really cancel. She wanted me to drive an hour and a half uh, to a different place. And I already set up reservations at the place where we were going to. It was like a ridiculously, really nice, fancy restaurant. Probably one of the best foods that you could possibly eat. And she didn't want to drive so I was like she tried to talk me into going um, near where she lived and I was like no that's just too much traveling for me I've been doing it all like been doing it for the past two months and I was like no I said maybe next time she was like she kind of got upset and mad and I was like well you know I'm the one who invited you you said yes if you didn't want to go you shouldn't have said yes and I just left it at that. So I ended up taking my little brother to dinner. Yeah. He he is actually uh, in love with a girl from... I don't know what it is with me and our family. He ha, he is dating a girl from India right now. And she's from Bombay. And 
It's so weird because my my little brother is probably one of the nerdiest people you'll ever meet in your in, in your entire well not one of the most but he's definitely on a scale from one to ten on nerd level it would be definitely an eight and she is <clears throat> she's going for her PhD in engineering and we got to talk we talked for about an hour an hour and a half last night it was a really good conversation but the long distance relationships, man, they're hard. So um, I don't see how they're they're doing it. But she seems to really like him. But that's adorable. Yeah. So Valentine, how much do you know about Valentine's Day, Nish? Um, probably not as much as I should. <laughs> <laughs> well. I'll, I'll give you guys some Valentine's Day trivia. <clears throat> the origin of Valentine's yeah. Day. I know, right? The origin of Valentine's Day is traced back to the ancient Roman celebration of Lupercalia, which was held actually on February 15th. So right now, this today is February 15th, by the way. So right now is actually Valentine's Day. And I don't know why they changed it to February 14th, but um, anyways, it was held on February 15th, and it says, uh, this day honored the gods Lupercus and Faunus, as well as the legendary founders of Rome, Rom Romulus and Remus. So that's when uh, Valentine's Day began, was February 15th, about... Um, 2,000 to 2,100 years ago. That's some of that useless knowledge. Absolutely. You can sit there and... Um, that people have. If you go on a dinner date with some woman <laughs> and you can bring this up, she's going to think that you, you're either you're like highly intelligent or that you're just filled with useless information. Now, also, Cupid... Yeah. Cupid is said to be the symbol of Valentine's. Cupid is the son of Venus. I didn't know how Venus had a son. So that's kind of a new information for me. And Venus is the Roman god of love and beauty. Nish, I thought you were the Roman god of love and beauty. Oh, you didn't know my real name's Venus? <laughs> well uh also the heart is associated with valentine's day as it is considered the source of all human emotions and the red rose is a favorite flower of venus so i guess your favorite flower is the rose right i do love roses they're gorgeous and they smell good i that see you're wrong flowers do not really smell good Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes. The only do. thing that smells good that is a plant that I've smelled is oranges and mint. Honeysuckle smell good. Mint. I've never smelled honeysuckle. Well, that's your own fault. You're missing out on life. What does honeysuckle smell like? Um. So I put, like you don't sweet. even know. It's, I mean, it's, it's not like I can compare it to something. You would have to smell it to know, but it's like a sweet, 
Um, I guess like the most similar thing I could think of to explain that is like a sweet nectar almost. Hmm. Like honeydew melon? Almost, yeah. Huh. Okay. Uh, girls of girls of med medieval times ate bizarre foods on Valentine's Day to make them dream of their future husband. Do you eat any bizarre foods to make you dream about your future husband? I mean, I guess it would it would depend on what you consider bizarre. <laughs> okay, that that is a weird one. Um. Another little Valentine's Day trivia is that California produces 60% of American roses, but the vast number of sold on Valentine's Day in the United States are imported, mostly from South America. Approximately 110 million roses, the majority of them are red, will be sold and delivered within a three-day time period. That's, that's a lot of roses right there, 110 million. And they die, and they literally die like four days later. Like, I, I don't understand. What what do you women like about flowers, like roses and flowers and stuff? Other than they do look nice. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not quite versed on women knowledge it's of. The thought behind it. Okay, I can give you a pair of shoes. Uh, so. Hey, that'd be just as happy. <laughs> you would just be happy, just as happy. I would be just as happy. Well, I have I I I had some requests today, um, by a few people. Um, they knew that I was doing a Valentine's Day special. Uh, they didn't know that I was doing it with you, but um, I, I this this shocked me. Do you guys do you know who Pitt? Uh, Pit Sucks is from RESN. I do. Okay. He he knew that I was doing a Valentine's Day special. And I told them, I told him that, um, uh, is there anything that you would like to say for your Valentine uh, on my podcast? And this is what he said. And this is, this is kind of shocking because Pitt seems like a rough, gruff dude, you know? He said, if I had my life to do over again with my wife, I'd find her sooner so she so I could love her longer. Something oh. like that. I was like, I was blown away. I was like, oh my gosh, Pitt sucks. You're kind of gay, dude. <laughs> but yeah, so um, if, if Pitt sucks, his wife is listening. Um, if Pitt sucks, wife is listening. Uh, he he loves you very much. And you are and, one lucky gal in Raven Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to wish you a happy Valentine's Day, a belated one because you're probably listening to this after the fact. But um, it I guess it's Valentine's Day in your guys's household every single day. So, um, Aww. now now we have um. Some S57 news, Nish. Some big news. So, you want to hear it? I'm not part of 57 anymore. Okay. Uh, Well, do you want to rephrase that? 
You would like to rephrase that, wouldn't you? I I can't hear you, Nish. You get you gotta talk in the mic, huh? No, I do not want to rephrase that. Okay. Well, in S fifty seven, I guess earlier today, um, there was a hit on United Rangers, and it was by Chief from FH. Do you know who Chief is? I do. I don't know either. And, and that's the thing is like, I wish I would have asked that person's name. Uh, all I know is that Annie Oakley took and went after a guy named Chief from FH, maybe from FH, I'm not sure. And um, he lost T's, T1s and T2s, and she lost nearly 400,000 T4s with that hit. I know, right? I was like, oh. so he, he basically lost and only teeth. That, tea- ladies and gentlemen, is what you call a meat shield. Right. And she's still at 401 million strength. So um, she's still a powerful cat, but I'm not, sh- I'm not quite certain what happened with that hit. What do you think happened? Other than, like, of course, the meat shield. What okay for for all you new new listeners out there and players that just began this game, a meat shield is basically all T ones and T twos. Mm, yes and no. It depends on how far into the game you are and what troops you have. All right, go ahead and explain it, Nish. Well, so like at the beginning of the game, your meat shield will want to be T ones because people have you know T twos and T threes. But once you start getting into more T3s um, and you start going into T4s, you want to have T2s as your meat shield. And then once you get into your mercenary troops, which is the suburban town troops, you don't want to have T1s or T2s. You want to have a T3 meat shield. Okay, so you wouldn't want to have T1s or T2s at all, so would you just dis- dismiss those troops? Or would you just keep them and just no, build more I, T3s? I always recommend, that's what I was going to say. I always recommend keeping what you have, but to concentrate on the next tier. Hmm. So basically with this Annie Oakley hit, uh, what happened was from the information that I got, um, Chief was in uh, United Rangers Hive and hit two or three people, DD-92 being one of them. And DD-92, I believe, was around a 97 million strength as of yesterday. I follow a lot of these people. I look at their strength levels every day just in case something happens like what happened today. And then I can have a full report on it for you guys. You guys are welcome. Um, So DD's strength was about 97 million and um, he is now down to 82 million. So he lost about 15 million today. And um, so Annie came out and hit Chief as he was hitting those other players. And he lost just T1s and T2s. And she lost almost 400,000 T4s. So uh, I heard that she is pissed at Chief because of these hits. Um, I'm not quite certain why because... It's a war game, but, you know, um, she has her reasons, and I know Annie Oakley, and she's a 
sweetheart. So her reasons probably might be justified. I don't know. Well, she she needs to come on this podcast and, and tell us about it. What do you think? Yeah, I absolutely agree. So um, the information, now I am reading this from the information from my secret source. And Nish has been trying to tell me, uh, get me, prodding me to tell her who my secret sources are. And I don't give those facts up, do I, Nish? Um, but did you say why I wanted to know? <laughs> we'll get to that. We will get okay. to that. Okay. But, but do I ever give up my sources? No, because you're lame. <laughs> I'm not lame. That is what you call trust. I'm a trustworthy person. And when people talk to me and say, hey, I want you to keep this between us, I do that. Now, granted, the person didn't actually say, hey, keep this I between. I, I know. I know. not to say anything. And you said, no, no, no. Why can't you say something? I know. But... <laughs> But I, uh, I'm going to, next time, if anybody messages me, this is your forewarning. If you tell me, hey, this is um, information that you can publish, but just keep my name out of it, I will do that. You guys know that already. Um, but that's your last warning. So if anybody just gives me information, I'm going to go ahead and just put your name out there because you gave it to me without telling me. Uh, that I don't have permission to use your name. So, okay, so but this, why aren't you doing that now? Because, because I have to give everybody forewarning. I can't mm-hmm. just do it tonight. And sure so well, during, well, during that conversation, um, and I'm going to go ahead and read it. Now, Nish, let me tell you, you were in a bad mood tonight. And I was about to call off this podcast because you were, you were worked up. You were worked what? up. I had a rough day, man. What what happened? What made your day so rough besides being a mom and in, in school? That's about it. And people, and I already told you I had to go off on resin alliance today. What is up with that? That's my alliance. Why would you? I know it is. Why would you want to go off on my alliance for? I wasn't there, so I don't know what occurred. I got tired of people coming to me saying that they were telling them that they weren't allowed to have banks in there and da 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 and I just get so fed up hearing the same thing repetitively that okay, it let me, makes me snap. Let me pause there for a moment. Uh, the reason why, um, were I and I trust me, trust me. I'm only I've I've now just broke one hundred million. So yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm taking a bow. I know you guys can't see it, but so I broke a hundred million and I did that, um, from 85 million to a hundred million. I did that without a farm and yes, it fucking hurts. It hurts like crazy when you can't have, when you need the resources right then and there, and you just don't have that extra account to send resources over it, it slows down your progress so much. And I hate asking people, hey, can you send me this? Can you send me that? You know, I, I fucking hate that. I hate it. Um, it's basically asking the other person, hey, can you play this game for me? And so, but I understand it only because uh, the majority of uh, our, our alliance is almost filled up and we're number one in... Um, in the state for a reason, and that's because our strength matches. Um, Go ahead. I'm 
pretty sure, uh, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that um, God 8 is above you guys right now. Uh, I do not think so. Let's go ahead and check the Alliance list right as we speak. The Alliance list number one is RESN with 9,801,388,277. God 8 is 9,485,337,938. So we are still on top of the nice. straight board. I don't remember who told me that today, that God 8 went above you guys when Lithium joined them. I was like, no. really, one person? And so why did Lithium leave? I, I, I was not there for that either. And Okay, so long story short, I have um, an account in Resin, and I don't get on it much. That's why I said no, I don't want to re-word what I said. I really don't have anything to do with 57 except for my members that stay behind because they're still like family to me. So I check in with them every now and then. And it's not very often, but I still do. And GS uses that account as a bank. And it was actually named Bank. Um, well, I kept getting messages on there to remove it from the Alliance. And I didn't want to do that. Because and I a side note. We had it in there. Let me, let me interrupt. Uh, I, do ha I, I do want to thank GS. Um, yes, everything that she's saying is 100% correct, by the way. But GS does send me a lot of resources. Um, he sent me some resources today. So I just want to say thank you. I, I wanted to mention that, but go ahead. Um, yeah, no, that's fine. Which actually, that was me because he messaged me. He was like, hey, Alien needs Crane. So I okay. sent you Crane. Thank but, you. Um, thank you. I mean, technically, yeah, it is his resources. But um, yeah, so I got tired of, you know, every time I got on there, there being messages to move it out of the Alliance. So it's like, no, that is my hive. It might be your alliance, but that is my hive. And if I want to keep an account there, I will. I don't care if it's 200,000 force. It's mine. And Dunkirk knows, the, the, the chancellor, that if I move back to 57, that hive is still mine. Was that, was that a pre, was that a pre-agreement between yes, you guys? Yes, it was. Okay. Okay, yes, go ahead. it was. And that was his pre-agreement. Because I told him he could have it. And he was like, nope, if you ever come back, it is yours 100%. And I said, okay. So that was his thing. So if I come back and take that, he will give it to me. So if you want to kick out my little tiny, however much force account that is, I will come back with Nish and take that shit back. You'll come back with yourself and take that shit back. Yes, I will. And then, <laughs> and then you know what I'll do? Uh, and then I'm going to put my little tiny 200,000 account that's holding MTFO's name right now. As the Chancellor, move Nish right back over to 61. That's her plans, guys. That is her plans. If they make me move that account out. So, speaking about lithium, okay, uh, what happened with lithium? <laughs> so, you, you just cut out for a second, so restart. Thought, oh, sorry. No, you're good. Um, so, I told GS I didn't want anyone knowing that that was my account. So every time, you know, they'd message him or ask to drop it out, he'd have to, like, make up an excuse to not take it out of the Alliance. And I feel bad because he got a lot of shit for it. Uh, but I didn't want anybody to know that I had an account there. You know what I mean? Because it was no one's business. It was literally just for my old members to be able to get a hold of me um, 
Like they would ask me to come over and help them with something. Like it was it was specifically for them. Um, so I, it was no one else's business. So I didn't. I told GS like don't tell anybody that it's my account and you can use it. I don't care. Um, so he was constantly making up these excuses. I was like, oh well, I spend the most money in here and you know all these gifts and da 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 da. Like the least I could be able to do is is collect my own gifts that I buy you guys with my bank. And uh, I guess Lithium thought that GS was just being petty and childish and left, which is petty and childish all in itself. But that's a different story. Okay, so that's why Lithium left. That that um, that shocks me because Lithium was a you know sort of a a leader in RESN and took charge on a lot of things. So that kind of shocks me as to for him to leave like that. Um, so we have like, we wanted to do a Valentine's day special, I'd say about a month and a half ago. And is there any like rumors or I got a big one for you that we're, that I'm going to mention here in just a second. Uh, Nish already knows probably where I'm going. Do you know where I'm going with this? Uh, we talked about it last night. Uh, my brother was laughing his ass off um, about this. Uh, so since it's Valentine's Day, um, we have some members in uh, the West game that form, you know, really good relationships uh, with each other. And then they start, um, you know, kind of flirting and trying to get, you know, um, trying to get some internet love, I guess, so, so to speak. But there is a rumor out there about me and you, Nish. <laughs> Dear Lori. So what is that rumor, hon? Tell, tell everybody um, what that rumor is. I'm not 100% sure what all of it was, but someone's trying to say that you and I are more serious than friends and that you sent me dick pics and some other crazy stuff that now, is just not true. Now, just just for the record, um, what kind of picture have I sent to you that is ris- <laughs> risque, <laughs> well, so to speak? you've actually, you've already told your podcast before, during the podcast with me and Cookie, <laughs> we were talking about uh, the picture um that you were, you know, it was a mirror picture in the bathroom. Yeah. Where's Waldo? <laughs> and, and you didn't realize at the time that there was. No, I did realize it. Right? I did realize it. That well, that's saying, the thing I'm with me is like. I'm repeating what you said in the podcast. Okay. You didn't realize at the time that there was a mirror behind you. And you oh well, that's true. That's true. Uh, uh, I was actually sending that to actually I was sending that to my ex-girlfriend the one that I was supposed to have this Valentine's Day because she was wondering like why I was being so late and I told her I just got out of the shower and I took a snapshot and showed her like the towel around my neck but in the far far left corner there's a mirror there and it actually took a picture of my ass so I she was like what the fuck you just sent a picture of your ass and then I started sending it to all my friends as well because I just that's my type of humor guys but no I can tell you uh, for a without a shadow of a doubt me and Nish um, do not send nudes to each other nor have we ever nor 
have we ever thought about it, nor would it ever happen. That's just not the type of people we are. Um, that's not the type of person Nish is. I know that. Um, and it's definitely not the type of person I am. I just, uh, I, I'm sorry to burst your guys' bubble. I do not do the internet love thing. Um, I, I've been enticed. I've, I mean, I think everybody's been enticed. You've been enticed before on internet love, haven't you? I played the fifth. <laughs> so that's a yes. And I mean, I think everybody does that. Um, I think uh, there comes a point in everybody's life that, you know, you kind of go through the the daily routine of life and, and you don't have a social life outside of inside your home with maybe if you're a single parent, you have your kids and your work and that's it. So the only you know, release that you really get as far as in social um, flirting or contact is through the online world. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, but it does, it, it's a different, God didn't, God didn't intend for us to fall in love online. God intended for us to love, uh, to fall in love with a person in front of your face. And I, I think that, um, that's why I just think that internet love most of the time just does not work out at all. So I don't really try to even entertain the idea. And when I do, I just come up disappointed anyways. Um, there, there was a person that I really was intrigued by in S57 that I talked to for a few, uh, a few weeks. Um, but that abruptly came to an end. Um, it's disappointing not because I thought that the relationship was going to blossom or go anywhere. It was just, um, it was disappointing because I thought that that person was interested or interesting regardless of uh, what type of relationship we had. Uh, we had a, I, th I thought we had a really good friendship. And, and so the, the feelings there, um, kind of got fuzzy, kind of fuzzy. And so I, I believe that we just ended it abruptly and, and we ended it abruptly on, on good terms. It wasn't, um, nothing negative, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's just, that's just life and, and that's love and, and it's just complicated, but we're not as lucky as Pitt sucks, I guess. Are you still with me, Nish? I am. Okay, you're. I was thinking in my head. Yeah, you're thinking. In, you're you're thinking about your own love, little quarrels, huh? Oh my god, I don't want to talk about them. But it's Valentine's Day. We need to talk about them. That's that's what this episode is all about. Unless you want to talk about some politics, we can we can get into that. I mean, sure. <laughs> oh wow, you you really do want to? Okay, well then we'll change up the segment from. Uh, Love in S57. Yeah. So we have the impeachment is over and we had seven uh, Republican senators vote to convict Donald Trump for impeachment. But the Democrats fell short of that. Have you been following the impeachment uh, scandal at all? No. Not a bit. Mm -mm. And let me tell you, that's not shocking because... 
most of Americans out there that have their daily lives, such as Nish and myself. Of course, I do this podcast and I keep up to date on information that's going on with the country because that's part of what my podcast is all about. But people like Nish that just has everyday jobs, she comes home, she goes to school, she's trying to make it in the world. They don't really pay attention to that nonsense, do you? Okay, well, um, a quicker answer would have been nice, Nish, but <laughs> that's all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so basically, Donald Trump has been impeached twice by our United States Congress that was um, spearheaded by the Democrats since the Democrats hold Congress, and they've held Congress for a little over two and a half years now. They have tried to impeach this president. And, and the, the thing that most Americans probably don't know, which they should know, is the, the day after the election, they were trying to impeach this president. And I do not know what their, I do not know what liberals and their state of mind is when it comes to impeaching somebody. I don't believe that people know what impeachment really is. And without that knowledge of what impeachment really is, the Democrats have muddied the term and muddied the actual trial so much that Americans think that this is normal. But let me tell you people, the, these last two impeachments was anything but normal. The first impeachment was literally based off a phone call, a phone call by the president of the United States and the newly elected president of Ukraine. And in that phone call, the president brings up, he, he does his little congratulations. Um, you, you fought a good fight, you know, congratulations on your win. What type of foreign policy are you looking for with us? Uh, what can we do to help out? What can we help uh, help you do to, um, you know, better our relations? Just basically small talk. And then it comes to the end of the conversation. And Donald Trump is like, hey, uh, do me a favor. Can you kind of look into this Hunter Biden and Burisma scandal and see what's up with that? Because there's a lot of funny shit going on. And I'm paraphrasing. And so the Democrats went bonkers over that shit. They literally had a fucking cow because Donald Trump is wanting the Ukrainian president to investigate the uh, pres or the uh, presidential candidate of the Democrat Party, Joe Biden. They wanted he, he wanted I know it's it's fucking that's that's exactly how I feel every day when I read something about Let's the Democrats. Right, but let me finish this segment because <laughs> I, I do want people to genuinely know this information because they don't get any of this information from the fake news. This is this is the thing that I, I, I noticed right off the bat, and a lot of people will not notice this because they don't study this. The Democrats were upset over this phone call, and they were upset over Donald Trump bringing up Burisma and Hunter Biden, but that's not what they were truly upset about. The biggest scandal that they were really upset about was the very next sentence that Donald Trump said, and that was this. I also want you to find out 
about CrowdStrike. That scared the Democrats to fucking death. Do you know anything about CrowdStrike, Nish? Nope. Okay. I will give you a brief little summary about CrowdStrike. CrowdStrike was a company who investigated the Democrat National Committee servers that were hacked into. Back in 2016, WikiLeaks published emails from the Democrat National Committee. And these emails were absolutely not fabricated. They were everybody's emails. No one took and came out publicly in the media or by themselves and said, hey, these emails are fake. What WikiLeaks published was 100% true. And there's some a lot of nefarious shit that the Democrats were doing. And it was embarrassing to them. So <clears throat> let me ask you something, Nish. <clears throat> so you can contribute to this whole political uh, segment. If you're if your apartment, you live in an apartment or a house. A house. Okay. If you if your house gets broken into, what do you? Let's say you just come home from work, and your your kids stand at your parents' house or your siblings' house. Let's say that you just come home and you're by yourself and you walk in and your whole house is ransacked and you see a missing TV, you see a, a coffee maker that's missing and, and a whole your iPad, all this shit. What's the first thing that you do? Um, the first thing. Call the police? You call the police. You call the police. You have them come over. They do a little, uh, nowadays, it's, it's a, a fake investigation. They just basically say, well, we can't really do nothing for you. Call your insurance company. And that's basically it. That's how they, they do things nowadays. But the Democrat National Committee didn't even do that. Their, their servers got hacked into. They figured it out. And who do they call? They call a private company kind of like a private investigator. It's like Nish calling a private investigator instead of calling the cops. They call a private company called CrowdStrike. And CrowdStrike basically said, oh, it was the Russians. And that was what the media took off with. That was gold to them. That is what the number one narrative was, was the Russians, the evil Russians hacked into the DNC servers. But that wasn't the case because under oath, the CEO of CrowdStrike, that we the information that we came out later, he said that we didn't really truly know who hacked into the DNC servers, but we just think that it's Russians because that's the type of tactics that they would use. So this whole false narrative that the Russians hacked into the DNC servers is just that. It's a false fucking narrative that the media spoon-fed Americans and these dumbass Americans, unfortunately, fucking believed them. So then it goes into um, part two of it and Russia and Trump colluded with each other. The media lied to us for four years about that. Uh, there was absolutely zero evidence when Mueller got the the folder from the FBI that uh, about the Russia Trump collusion. It was basically empty. This folder was completely empty, and basically, 
uh, Robert Mueller's whole job was to clean up the mess that the FBI did so that the American public couldn't see the corruption that the FBI was involved in. This whole thing started with Hillary Clinton. This whole thing started with Democrat operatives and the FBI plotting against a duly elected president. And guess what? What was the media narrative throughout Donald Trump's whole presidency in his first term? It was that he wasn't elected legitimately. But yet when Donald Trump says there was a lot of uh, voter fraud out there, that, that Joe Biden wasn't elected legitimately, then you liberals and you dumbasses out there get in an uproar and say, oh, he's undermining the Constitution. Well, let me tell you, I don't have the clips here because I didn't prepare them. But when me and my mother take and do this podcast, yes, I'm doing a podcast with my mother. It's going to be the coolest fucking thing. But when we get there, I'm going to have all those clips prepared for you. And you can listen to your dumbass liberal uh, colleagues and friends out there and the people in the media. And you can hear their own words by saying that Russia and Trump and it was an illegitimate um, election. Well, why, why is it a problem that Donald Trump does it now? So we have impeachment number two, and it's basically because they say that Donald Trump caused the insurrection of the Capitol, even though there was no gunshots fired other than by security detail from one of the United States senators, which we still do not know. We still do not know who fired that shot against that uh, Air Force veteran, that woman who who was shot. We don't know the name of the person who shot her, why they shot her what kind of threat he was under. There, There's literally no investigation. But lo and behold, a black man, which right, rightfully so, if a black man gets shot in America, we want justice right then and there. We want to know why. We want to know when. We want to know how. We want to know who the cop was. But there is absolutely no, nobody in the media, nobody in the liberal circles or Democrat uh, party demanding justice for this lady. That I, I I can't even I can't even in in it angers me so much that words can't even describe my anger when I think about this shit. And then on top of that, the 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 speech that Trump gave that was their number one evidence of the of Trump causing an insurrection. That was their number one evidence. But you know what was missing, Nish? Do you do you know what was missing in that whole media what? narrative? The, the whole thing that was missing was Trump's actual words. Trump's actual words. The only, the only thing during this impeachment hearing that they could play was Trump used the words fight. Go over there. Let your voices be heard. Fight. Fight for this country. But you know what? The, Demo- the, the Trump's lawyers played a clip of, I would say, over a hundred. Uh, it was a montage of of uh, video of the Democrats using the same exact language. They're fucking hypocrites, people. And you, you people who are still in the Democrat Party, think long and hard why you're in it. Seriously. Because this is, this is your country now. You, you guys created this cancel culture. Fucking own it. Own it. Because it's going to go right in, it's going to go right to your doorstep soon enough. I'm telling you. With our with our or with our cities last year burning down, burning down our cities, 
you didn't hear one Democrat out there speaking up against it. You had Jerry Nadler saying Antifa was a myth. You had Maxine Waters telling people to get in front of any Trump supporter or Trump administration official, get up in their faces. Do not allow them peace at restaurants. Do not allow them to eat. You had Nancy Pelosi saying, I don't know why that there's uh, more uprisings right now than what we're seeing. You have Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, saying that. You know, get off of this fucking Donald Trump bullshit. You guys got such a fucking hard on for him. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. It really is. And it shows your stupidity. Do you want to be really looked upon as being a fucking idiot your whole damn life? For sitting there spewing out Democrat talking points when you know that those Democrat talking points are a fucking lie? And speaking of lies... The whole impeachment trial, they had to lie and, and doctor evidence in a form of a tweet, put a blue check mark behind it, and the media is just passing this off like, oh, it doesn't take away the context of what they were trying to tell them. Well, if you have to doctor a tweet, then why? Why do it? Why do it at all? You're, you're doctoring evidence in a court proceeding. That is basically illegal. I, I'm sorry, Nish, that I, that I get so fired up over this bullshit. It just it fucking irritates me to no end how dumb people are. Dumb. Well, I get it. So that ends my little uh, spill on politics because I know Nish doesn't want to uh, contribute much to that. What's your whole take about Donald Trump's presidency the last four years and about what we have seen the past year or so. What's your take as, as far as a, a person who doesn't study this uh, every day that lives their daily life? What's your point of view on how this country, the direction of this country is going? Um, <laughs> have you ever seen the movie Idiocracy. Love it. Love it. That's with yeah, uh, Owen. What? What? What's the actor's name? His last uh, name is Owen, isn't it? Or um, he's got a brother. He's got a brother that's in acting too. He plays a lot in, in a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah. But go ahead. But that's that's where we're headed. I think we're already there. Uh, almost. I mean. Almost. Literally, the New York Times, uh, an editor in the New York Times wants our government to have a truth czar. A truth czar. Basically telling us what is fact and fiction. The same government that had the Tuskegee Project back in the early 1900s. Do you know what the Tuskegee Project is? What's that? The Tuskegee Project is... A, a project formed by the United States government, they gave over 200 black men, black men, syphilis on purpose to study the effects on them. Our government did that. That is a fact. So we want our same government who did shit like that to tell us what the truth, what the truth is and what the, what, what fiction is. So yeah, we're living in idiocracy as as we speak right now. It is it is beyond 
beyond retarded. And and we don't have anybody but to blame but ourselves because um, we elect these idiots into Congress and the Senate. And we allow them to control our daily lives. It's like putting a fucking Riri in your household and letting that Riri completely dictate on how you're going to live your life. And that's what we have in Congress and, and Senate. We have a bunch of retards in there um, dictating to us how to live our daily lives. And I'm, I'm frankly sick of it. Are you sick of it? It's just like, it's just like uh, FH or, or uh, NFG telling you and S57 how to run your alliance. Would you put up with that shit? <laughs> so what tell us what uh what you've been doing in s uh s61 um hanging out man causing trouble is there a point let me ask you this is there a point where you get bored with the game all the time and what brings excitement what brings you right back into the game more than anything the people Exactly, the people, the politics side of it. There is no, a, no, 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 the friendship side of it. Well, you know, Nish, let, let's not bullshit. Let's not bullshit not the listeners here. Honestly, the only reason I haven't quit is because of the guys in my alliance. The number one thing that I've noticed is that you've left S57, right? You are still a major part of S57, whether you like it or not. (laughs) And the drama included. Okay, so since we're on the podcast, I want to throw this out there. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so GS, you guys all know about him. So he. Do we now? For for the people who don't know, for the people who don't know all about GS, tell us who GS is. He is um, one of the. Badasses in 57. Big boy. He's Real what, big boy. Rank, rank three right now? I don't know. Uh, actually, he is. If he's not number yeah, one three. by, or if he's not number two by now, he's definitely three because he's close behind the number two spot. Very close. Oh, yeah. he's within right thousands. Well, like within, million. right. Within thousands. Um, but so he's been trying to get his kill force up. So he's been finding, you know, big dogs to go hit. And he has you know, been he has been hitting a lot of people here recently. Oh yeah, he's on rampage because he just doesn't care anymore. He he told me he was like, honestly, since all of MFRS left, it's just boring. He's like, I can't even get anyone to do a gob rally with me. I was like, that's pretty sad. But anyways. So he's been on a rampage, hitting anybody and everybody, because he doesn't care anymore. And uh, once he gets kill force up, and there was some chick, I don't know which account it was, because I didn't get that much information, but he hit somebody in 6FU. And Rambling Jester, which he changed his name, I don't know what it is now, messaged him and asked him if it was me. He's like, I know it's you, Nish. <laughs> like, What? That, that really happened. So he actually accused GS of being me because he hit somebody in their alliance. Okay, go ahead. That's just right there. It just, it just wows me. That was it. That, that, that's what surprised me. 
So I, I kind of, I have to admit, I do kind of get bored with this game a little bit because during downtime when there's not Ava or Ava Legions, which I missed yesterday, by the way, because I was um, crazy busy. Um, I did make it to Ava um, and we got our asses kicked by the shit show. Do you know who the shit show is from S40, I believe? Yeah, the shit show, let me tell you, I've actually, when we were, when I was in KBR, uh, we went against them one time and they kicked our ass in KBR as well. They're a well put together group. Like there is a uh, person by the name of Cute and Cunty. She is a... She is a 360 million uh, force. And so I was battling her and uh, with, for a battalion. And of course, you know, we lost. I actually did put one hit on uh, her. It was her by herself. And I had two others with me. I believe it was, um, it was Cookie and it was Notorious. That was with me, and we ended up winning the battalion once against that uh, person. So that was kind of cool. Um, but uh, the shit show, man. Let me tell you, they have their shit together. It is definitely the shit show. Uh, they have, and what was really cool about this Ava was the fact that we had. Do you know who Deer Hunter from Resn is? No. Okay, he did a pot. The very last podcast, he was a guest on this show. Um, his, him and his son, uh, played in this Ava and he has an account in S40 and he is actually in the shit show Alliance. So it was, uh, son, uh, father versus son in this Ava battle. That's funny. It is. And guess what? His son ran a rally on his dad. And punched his dad right in the mouth. It was beautiful. We filled, awesome. yeah, we filled up that rally, and um, his dad took a really, really hard hit against that rally. And let me tell you, I guarantee you, I wish I would. I wish that deer, if if deer hunter didn't do this, I wish he probably wished that he did do it. But I, I wish that he would have gotten a video of that and his son probably was gleaming ear to ear over that hit <laughs> but we ended up losing but that was the highlight of the whole entire game was that his son got a really good hit on his dad so uh congratulations to deer slayer you uh you did a good job buddy i, I really uh i give you kudos for that so um i want to know is there any drama in is there any drama in S61 that you can talk about? Some hot Absolutely gossip. None. Nanner, nanner. No none. drama. Nope. None at all. That's. Isn't that bizarre? It's not only bizarre, but it's kind of. Uh, that sounds boring. Beautiful. It's not. Oh, God, it's not. Because all we get in S57 is drama. I know. Look, actually. I was going to tell you, I, I found the messages to uh, GS. So he said, why you got to zero her out? You done took her resources. Why keep hitting her for fuck's sake? Is that you, Nish? 
And then it says, I know it was you, Nish. And this is Rambling Jester. That was BS. She was so close to getting fours. Now she's probably going to quit. Thanks. It's one thing for the resources, but to zero her out like that was bull and you know it. Why you got to zero her out? Like, why, why, why would he think it's me? Yeah, and who, who was he talking about? I don't know. I don't, I don't know who he hit. Well, I know that, I know that there was a member, there was a member that joined RESN that got zeroed the day that you were telling me about that story. I don't know if it's the same person or not, but this person is um, Felicia 90, yeah, Felicia 95. She was in, I believe she was in NFG. For a little bit, uh, she was in um, KBR for maybe a day or two. And then I don't know. No, she wasn't in NFG. She was in NAC. She was with Cookie. Um, but she was in KBR for like a day or two. And then she settled in with uh, another group. And then she went to RWU. And now she's in RESN. But she got zeroed um, by a player. Um, I think FH zeroed her. They rallied her and completely mollywopped her. She was like 120 or 130 million force. And it brung her down to 55 million. Ow. Yeah, she was not happy. Like I, She literally called me online. Uh, maybe, I don't know exactly how long after, but it, it had to have been shortly after. And, uh, just talking to her and listening to her, she was like, like not visibly, but I could hear her. Uh, she sounded really upset, man. She sounded, uh, pretty stressed out about that. It's kind of sad because it's a war game. And I mean, if you don't shield or you're out hitting or whatever. She was out hitting. What what happened was that she hit one of, and this is like a really good strategy. So listen up, people. Listen up. This is a really good strategy. And FH, they're, look, I'm, I'm going to give credit where credit is due. FH is some fighters. They are. You quit rolling your eyes. I can hear you rolling your eyes, Nish. FH is some fighters. fighters. That's why um, MTFO and FH became sister lines is because we both weren't afraid to fight. And what happened with that relationship? Well, I did get a message. I turned my back on them during government, but I never did. I wasn't even online that night. Well, I did get a message um, from somebody explaining what occurred with the whole FHMTFO fiasco. And let me go ahead and read the message verbatim for you. Um, basically, um, he said, I listened to your podcast. Uh, and uh, <laughs> do you really want me to read this? Or is this going to make you worked up? Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got some hot gossip for you. I have listened to your podcast. She's full of it. You once asked her how she got so big. Was it hard work or was it just a lot of money? Well, she buys accounts, LOL. <laughs> I do? 
Do you want to res- do you want to respond, Nish? Do you want to respond? I do want to respond because I've never bought. Actually, okay, I bought one account, and it's my cat account, which is a wood hyper farm. And you know how much I bought that for? How $10. much? Ten bucks. Ten dollars. You know how much force it had when I got it? How much? Like ten million. Like ten million force. Oh wow! So ten yeah, million. So a, a, a dollar, a, a million, a million, uh, a dollar per million. Basically, yeah. I mean, it was zeroed out and everything, but it was hypering wood, and I needed a wood hypering farm because I already had a rubble one and an iron one. The guy was like, "I'll sell it to you for." Well, he asked for fifty. I'm like, "You got life messed up, bro." I was like, "I'll give you five bucks." And he's like, "Well, how about forty? I said, "How about three? And he was like, "Come on, thirty? I said, "Okay, top him out. I'll give you ten bucks." He's like, "Okay, twenty-five. I said, "Okay, I'll give you three. He's like, okay, no, 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 I'll take the ten. Do you? Do you guys hear how so like? Do you hear the excitement in Nish's voice when when it comes to this game? This this game i don't necessarily think that it's talking shit it's just listen the way that i look when people are saying things that aren't true about somebody it's talking shit well no let me correct let me let me say this i do not i genuinely do from and we're friends nish okay so i'm not going to sit there and bullshit you i genuinely do not think this person was coming across as shit talking. He was coming across as um, he was trying to tell his story from his perspective in a jokingly way. And so he was using colorful language to make me laugh at the same time giving his perspective on what happened. Well, so I let me know how I buy accounts and that's how I got big. Well, I may, see, that's the thing is you're correcting, you're correcting the, uh, the you're correcting the bullshit, right? So um, he basically said uh, about the FH fiasco, um, he said she knows very well why FH dropped her as an ally and why we attacked her. Um, and he said that they set us up when we went for capital. After we occupied capital, Nerve popped in and tried soloing all of us. After the timer expired, Nerve ran like hell. All while MTFO sat and watched. Then they said, oh, Nish had car trouble, was caught in traffic, and she told me she fell uh, or she told them that she fell in the parking lot at work. That's not, none of that's true, actually. Not a single thing. Okay, well, correct the record. Let's correct okay, the record. Let's correct the record. Never was I stuck in traffic. Okay. Never did I have car problems. And All I right. actually didn't fall in the parking lot at work. I fell inside of the warehouse, slipping on the soap that they washed the buses in. And fell directly on my back. Ouch. That had to freaking... On the concrete. I, yeah, I hate... That sounds like it hurts. It did hurt. So it was very hard to even get around. And actually... Do you want to know... Do you, neck and back was so stiff for three days that I barely even got on the game. Do you so want to know what my... Do you want to know... I car trouble and I didn't fall in a parking lot. Okay, okay, Nesh. Do you want to know what? my perspective on what uh, you're telling me and what he's telling me? Let's find a middle ground here. From from what I gather is that he is 
blaming you guys and the what you're gathering is that he is blaming you. But what I'm gathering is that you can't be on the game 24-7. You can't sit there and direct every single person in your alliance. What they should have done was they should have taken and uh, did what an ally was supposed to do and back FH up. And they should okay, have so did it by themselves. They didn't need you. They didn't need you no, there wait, wait, wait. to do to do that. No, wait. No, wait, wait. Let's dig into this a little deeper. Okay, okay let's I, do this. I had someone take a screenshot of the people that were online that night. There was three people on during government on my team. And they were taking our county. And not only that, FH never even told them they were being attacked or that they needed help because I asked every single member of my team and the only person that even got a message was Casper when he was with us and it was Sugar saying oh Nerve is rallying us that was the only message so what does so, so what does Dirty Dog, wait I asked Dirty Dog well did any of you guys tell him that you guys needed help or you know anything and he was like hooligans don't have to ask for help they should have just showed up. Well, when the fuck have you guys ever showed up for us? Never. We always had to ask you for help, and that was only one time, and you said you couldn't. You heard it here first. So, if anybody in FH is listening, that's Nish's perspective. If you guys have a counter to that. Those are facts. Okay, those are facts. All right. I did not give you one perspective. I gave you facts of that night. So, it wasn't really about the fall. No, I'm saying that because then he was like, well, why didn't you show up? I said, because I wasn't online. Well, why weren't you online? And then I told him why. Because no one on my team even knew that happened until the next day that I fell. And that's why I wasn't online. Okay. Because I was supposed to be online for government, but I couldn't. Well, there is a lot of miscommunication and a lot of misinformation. Um, especially, I mean, with this whole Valentine's Day thing, especially with... Uh, the rumors that um, some of the RWU members were spreading about me and you and about how close knit. Members, it was Doc Holliday because he's a little bitch ass. Oh, you're going to put him out there like that. I, I wasn't. Yes, I am. He's a stalker freak. <laughs> now, come on. We can't. We can't. Um, what do you call it? Uh, um we can't put people out there and and not allow them to defend themselves while on this podcast. Well, if oh now let's not get too personal. I'm not trying to go there at all. I don't want to slander anyone. I I understand. See that. I, I understand that there's a lot of things that people do in in state chat that is not ethically or morally sound, but we you know we do got to be better that. than that. Well, I, I can I can I can I can confirm that the if RWU if any of the members out there are listening, I can confirm to you that. Um, me and Nish are truly just genuinely friends, nothing more, nothing less. We do, um, we do talk with each other a lot, don't we? I mean, it's not like, you know, every day, but, um, 
when we, we send respond a, to each other every act, two, three days. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you send me a message, I make it a point to respond back, uh, if not immediately, uh, close to being, you know, at least within a couple hours if I'm not busy. Um, that's basically the gist of it. Um, Nish is a complete, everybody knows this, Nish is a completely attractive um, person, but um, she has never, ever, not once, and I'm telling you, not once, um, other than in a joking way, and that's just her personality, not once has she ever flirted with me, um, showed me any type of... Uh, any type of way that she's interested or anything like that is completely just a friendship base, just as I have with all of you guys. So the, the rumor mills, you know, that's just what they are. Who cares? I don't really care. Um, plus, plus, you know, do you guys want to really know if, if that rumor was true, do you know how much Nish would be in love with me right now? Oh my God. <laughs> Speaking of Valentine's Day, I would be her number one Valentine if that was fucking true. <laughs> but um, yeah, so now I got my own little love strut crush. Yeah, yeah. Is it going good, Nish? Does does that love crush make you smile? Extremely good. That's good. That's yes. that's awesome. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Now. So uh, we, me and Nish, we're not going to say what, me, she's going to keep her mouth shut um, and you better. We have a surprise for you guys in the next few days, don't we? She's depends on if you go through with it. <laughs> Shit. So we have a huge, huge surprise for you guys. Uh, so please take and press that subscribe button because you do not. And if you, I usually, I hate. Uh, notifications. I hate all that shit. I hate when, you know, um, uh, an app asks you to notify you or alert you and then you get like a hundred different alerts. This one, you will want to put your notification on because in the next few days, we're going to shock the shit out of S57 and the whole world of West game. And I want you guys to subscribe to my channel. I also want you to rate it, review it, and talk about it. Send it to uh, players from other states. Let them listen in. Because I do want to interview some of the other players other than in S57. I think that we need a wide range of outlooks and inputs from other states to see um, how well they're doing. I know there's a lot of players like me that are intrigued by other states and then we want to know what their style of play is their strategies and their hints as well so if you guys know of anybody that i could interview on this podcast about the west game that would be great um and then uh also i have um a uh, subscription based if you go to anchor.fm forward slash alien or no that's that's my uh that's my gamer tag. So anchor.fm forward slash game tech politics. That's G-A-M-E-T-E-C-H-P-O-L-I-T-I-C-S. If you go there, you can scroll down at the bottom and you can become an active subscriber. I have to give it up to a person who subscribed this week. I won't give them the, the full name, but Nick, 
Nikki or um, yeah, Nikki, I believe uh, you subscribed and I appreciate it so much that you give your hard earned dollars to my two daughters because that's truly, I'm not bullshitting there that that's who it goes to. I'm, I'm setting, I set up an account uh, about a year and a half ago for the college fund and uh, you just helped them out tremendously. So I appreciate you, Nikki, for doing that. Um, and if you want to subscribe, you can give up to 99 cents a month, which is only $12 a year, or uh, all the way up to being an elite member at $15 a month. You can also take and support this channel by, again, sharing it and liking and subscribing to it. Put on your notifications, people, because we have a shocking, shocking thing for you in the next few days. You're going to love it. Um, Nish, thank you so much for being a part of the show. That's all you get from her. She gets a little laugh. So thanks for uh, being a part of the show, Nish. I really appreciate it. I have a lot of fun when you are on this podcast. We will have to do it again sometime really freaking soon. And um, you have a good night and happy Valentine's Day because 215 is truly the original Valentine's Day date. Happy Valentine's Day to you too. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening until we uh, until I go on air again. Uh, I hope you guys have a great week and stay safe out there. I know the Northeast is supposed to get a bunch of snow, so stay in your houses, stay warm, and thank you so much for listening.